so going back to the Raiders, um, I think when you look at their ecosystem, right, I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I don't trust Dave Ziegler. And here's why. So the Raiders last year, going into McDaniels' first year in Vegas, I think he really wanted deep down to move on from Derek Carr and bring in his own guy, but he couldn't find an upgrade at the quarterback position. Unfortunately, Tom Brady was not available. And McDaniels got Carr to agree to this weird contract where he was getting paid like $30 million a year, which is fine, but it was on a year-to-year basis. And the only uh, way the Raiders got Carr to agree to that deal was they gave him this crazy no-trade clause like he's, you know, LeBron James or Luka Doncic in the NBA. Stuff that you rarely see with a guy who's not a superstar quarterback in the NFL. So the Raiders are now going to get no compensation back because Derek Carr had no reason to agree to a trade when he knew, like, whatever team I'm going to, I don't want them to lose an asset. But to get me, I'll, I'll just wait on my release. I'll refuse to get traded. And the Raiders are going to end up with nothing. And that is just low, low, low-level business in the NFL when I understand Derek Carr had a really bad season, especially for his standards last year. But at the end of the day, like we've seen these quarterbacks that are mid-level, like not great, like Carson Wentz went for a first-round pick. You know, Matt Ryan, he's getting traded for second-round picks. A guy like Derek Carr has a ton of value on the trade market. There would would have been, we're going to see it, like a lot of teams are going to want him, but the Raiders can take advantage of that because they didn't realize it, and they're just a low-level operation. And I'm going to guess Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be under center for them week one. But going from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, like that's not really doing a ton for me. You, you That might not even be an upgrade, and it probably isn't, especially with Josh McDaniels as your head coach. So I'm just out on the Raiders for now. That's just a low-level team, a low-level operation. I still want to know what happened with Derek Carr and why he got sent home. Was that something that he did on his own after he got benched? Or did the Raiders just send him home because Josh McDaniels couldn't take him anymore? That would be, you know, not not so great to do to a guy that has really gone through a lot and has been for, uh, there in Vegas and Oakland for a pretty long time now. And it's unfortunate it had to end like that. But yeah, the Raiders, I'm out on them. In terms of where Derek Carr should go next, um, I'll say this, right? I see why a lot of people are linking the Saints. They are the front runner here. Dennis Allen actually was Derek Carr's first coach in Oakland, uh, his first year. But one thing about Derek Carr, like he still has not won a playoff game, as crazy as that sounds. He's only been there once. He's 0-1 that game against the Bengals last year. And a big reason for that, I think, is just because of the Raiders and their just inept way of doing business. Like that organization really wasted some uh, good years from Derek Carr, you know, him and Amari Cooper, him and Devontae Adams this past year. Josh Jacobs had a great year, but the Raiders and Mark Davis, they could just never break through. And I think when I look at the Saints, like one thing I know about them, I know they have plenty of talent, right? Olave is a really good player. Alvin Kamara, he's good, but he might be in a little bit of trouble. We'll see the next time he takes the football field. I'm still not buying Michael Thomas playing football consistently anytime soon. He's still in the witness protection program. I don't remember the last time I saw him on a football field. And like, I look at the Saints defense. Yeah, it's good, but it's getting a little bit older. Cameron Jordan, that contract's not looking great right now. And more importantly, I just don't trust Dennis Allen as a head coach. So I do think I could see Carr in New Orleans, but if he did go there, I'm not confident it would end well. One place I am confident, and I do think it would end well, and I think this would be a great fit for Derek Carr, is the Saints division rival, the Carolina Panthers, and him possibly teaming up with Frank Reich. Because when I look at this Panthers team, 
I, and I said this to you actually right after Matt rule got fired. I think the Panthers job kind of similar to the Broncos is better than most people expect considering uh, David Tepper paid a lot of money for Matt rule and he got ran out of town and the expectations for the, whoever was going to follow him. It's not going to be that high. I like the hire of Frank Reich. I think he's going to do some good things over there and they still have talent, uh, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I really like what they're doing there. Uh, they have some dudes on that side with Burns and Derek Brown, JC Horn, a chin, you know, they, they got some dudes on that side of the ball. And I just think they're a quarterback away, not from doing anything great, but the NFC South is wide open. And I just, right now, like if you ask me, both teams are obviously looking for a quarterback, you know, head coach down, what situation is better? I would say the Panthers. And I think that's why I think Derek Carr should go there. I think Derek Carr should prefer to land in the NFC South. You know, and I think, you know, not I think, I know that he's a free agent, so he's going to be able to decide where he wants to sign. And if I'm him, I'm looking specifically at the NFC South. As much as I want to say the Jets from the AFC East should sign Derek Carr, what I am going to take in consideration is the weather. Because they should do their due diligence. You need a quarterback to be the Jets. So you should look into Carr. But what you should take in consideration is how he performs in bad weather, cold weather. The reason why I bring that up, the last game he played in bad weather was against the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he threw three interceptions and only completed 53% of his passes. Now, this is a funny stat that I want to bring up. In temperature games of 36 degrees or lower, he's 0-7 in his career. 0-7 in games that are 36 degrees and lower. Now, Lil, what if they were close games and they just lost? What about that? Maybe he's just ironic like that. Well, I would say this. The Raiders haven't even scored more than 17 points in all those games. So clearly, the ineffectiveness to move the football down the field in the bad weather is what we have here on file for Mr. Derek Carr. So that's why I'm looking at the NFC South, because if you go to any of those teams, you're going to play 50% of your games in good weather. So you should be trying to do that. Now, which team, and it comes down to this, which team in the NFC South should he go to, not name the Saints? I'm actually going to go ATL. I'm going to go Atlanta here. The reason why, and I'm going to get to everything, they have a better, they have better weapons than the Panthers do on the skills position to me. You talk about Kyle Pitts, who has been heavy, heavily underutilized because of the mobile quarterbacks. You also got Drake London. You got some pieces. And you got Arthur Smith, who is a guy who is a strategist, who can set you up from an X's and those perspective. Now, Lil, the question is, doesn't Arthur Smith like those mobile quarterbacks, right? The, the Lamar Jackson type, the, you know, those type of guys? Well, he made it work with Ryan Tannehill. He actually rejuvenated Ryan Tannehill's career. So if he could do it with him, I'm pretty sure he could do it with Carr. Because if you say Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, uh, I'm going Derek Carr. So how about you have Arthur Smith reinvent your career in this next chapter? And I think, you know, when you compare them to the Bucs, the Buccaneers probably have the best weapons in the division, but their cap situation is terrible. You're not going to be able to add talent there. The Panthers, like I said, from the skills position, you know, if you're a quarterback, you're looking at defense, of course, but you're looking at weapons. Like, who am I throwing the ball to? You have those weapons there, and you have a coach that is known 
for getting the most out of his quarterbacks in, you know, Arthur Smith. So I'm going ATL number one. Yeah, the only pushback I have on the Carver's Tannehill comparison is I just think Ryan Tannehill was much more athletic than Derek Carr. Like Tannehill, he's a former wide receiver and like Carr, he can move a little bit. I think he's an underrated athlete, but that would be my only pushback. But I do think the Falcons have a lot of really good weapons. You know, you, uh, you, you mentioned a lot of their pass catchers, but Patterson in the running game, Tyler Algier, I think he's a guy that's really going to break out. And you know, I'm a big Arthur Smith fan. So I think whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's Lamar Jackson, whoever's playing quarterback, you know, I'm a big fan of the Falcons and everything Arthur Smith is doing. So uh, they're definitely a team to watch for me going into next season. Um, my question with, uh, for you on the Saints, like, do you think they are a quarterback away? Because this is the mistake I made, or they made, I should say, last year. Um, they thought, again, they were going to trade up. They got Chris Olave, gave up their initial first round pick for this year. Luckily, they got one back for Sean Payton. But I just look at this roster. I think it's good. There's some solid pieces, but I'm not a Dennis Allen guy. I don't think this team is particularly close to winning. And I think with Derek Carr, like, it's funny. Um, you brought up the the stat of him in cold games. I'll throw out one other team for me, for you in the AFC. What do you think about him possibly going to Miami? I know they have some questions uh, with Tua at quarterback. I think Mike McDaniel could do some really good things with him. Uh, again, I think uh, part of the reason why Carr has never won a playoff game is just the bad coach after bad coach after bad coach. And I think if he were to go to anywhere in the AFC, that would be an interesting fit for sure. So I'm going to answer both of your questions, right? I'm going to start off with, do I believe that the Saints are a quarterback away? Now, it depends on what we're talking here. If you're talking about championship, um, no, I don't think nobody in a division is a quarterback away from winning a championship. Let me, let me frame it like this. If you are running the team and you are just trying to get the best quarterback possible to put you in the best position to win in the future, is Derek Carr that guy? Or, like, because, you know, you're going to have to – actually, they're lucky. You know, they're not going to have to give up to trade a lot. But, like, they, they have to pay him. He's a free agent. Well, I think – I don't know if you can get a Lamar or anybody. So, yeah, I'm paying for Derek Carr because I think they're a quarterback away. Every team here is a quarterback away from winning the division. Derek Carr is going to shape the balance of the NFC South where he goes because automatically he will be the best quarterback in that division. So if the Saints want to sign him, no matter how we feel about the Saints roster, then they should be classified as a favorites to come out. I would say so. If the Falcons sign Derek Carr, I'm picking the Falcons. If the Panthers sign Carr, I'm picking the Panthers. So I think Derek Carr will shape the balance of the NFC South. And you know how it is. You win your division, you get a, a home playoff game, and you give yourself a chance. So I would answer it like that. I think as far as the next question, Miami. I think if you're Miami, yeah, I think if you're Carr, too. I think both parties should be interested in reuniting and connecting there because I think they need – it's funny. I'm thinking about it now. That's a good question. That's actually a, a better question than I thought it was initially because I think Tua showed a lot. You know, I, I think – damn, Zach, you – damn, you got me in the chair stifled. The reason why is because I like Tua. I thought Tua showed – that he can be a very good quarterback in the league this year. But we know all the injuries that's happening, the concussions and things of that nature. That's where the Dolphins have to decide, do I want to go and, 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 and um, invest in Tua and just, you know, go with Tua and sign a backup quarterback so this way if he's hurt, I know I can trust that guy. I don't think you would sign Derek Carr to be a backup. 
depending on how much money he wants. And if that's the case, he could get more money with Atlanta because they have the more cap space to offer him a more lucrative deal. He's not going to take a, a job to be a backup. He got a lot to prove. If he just got cut. If you so, sign him, you're, you're getting rid of two. Yeah, he, he's going to be a starter. Yeah. So if you're the Miami Dolphins, you have to decipher, do I want to gamble? And this is a very important conversation that needs to be had with them. Do I want to gamble and go all in with Tua and just sign me a capable backup quarterback? Or do I want to go and get a Derek Carr uh, upgrade and potentially you know, figure out what the situation is with Tua? That's a question they need to ask themselves. And yeah, decide. Like, <clears throat> James Winston is a name that comes to mind. Like the more I'm thinking about it, like I think if I'm them, I, I really might go after Carr because I agree with you. I'm a big fan of Tua and I think he's a very capable quarterback when he's on the field, but I just don't know if he's a guy you could rely on in that team. They have a window that's, start, that's starting to open. You know, they made the playoffs. They had a really nice year, definitely had a schedule for McDaniels. So yeah, I think Derek Carr to Miami, that would be an, an interesting fit as well. Absolutely. Um, Derek Carr got options, man. If I'm him, like I said before. Let me ask you though, what do you think about the, the Raiders and, and uh, this from their perspective? Um, When we talked about it on the show, to me, the Raiders, they are a mess right now. And they always been a mess. And I think what really failed this franchise was the moment they hired Josh McDaniels, with all due respect. And you know, I was a Patriot guy and I respected Josh McDaniels from an X's and O's perspective. But um, when they hired him, they doomed the Raiders. And it's funny because the Raiders was already doomed, but they kind of saw the light when they made the playoffs under Rich Passaccia. And he had a connection with the players, a, a bond. And sometimes the bond in sports is more important than what a coach can do from an X's and O's perspective. When you want to play for somebody, you play hard for somebody because you love that person. You go to war with that person. You'll kill for that person. That's what the Raiders would. They were playing like that. For which was Sasha, they were playing for his job. And the fact that they fired him to hire this clown over here, they doomed everything because we all know how sophisticated his system is. That has been well documented from quarterbacks who played in his system. It's something that takes years, maybe two seasons to down pack. So, of course, Carr is going to have to learn again. And you failed Carr as much as you failed your team. Because he has to learn new system after new system. He had to do the same thing with John Gruden. Had the same year he had this year in the first year with John Gruden before he had that MVP year in the second year. So Derek Carr, he deserves better. It's one of those situations where I'm looking at Derek Carr and I'm saying, hold your head up, bro, because you deserve better than this franchise, this low-level down operation known as the Oakland, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. Absolutely. And that's kind of why I hope he doesn't go to New Orleans, because that's a coach and a team I don't trust right now. But um, it is crazy. Like uh, I mentioned Jimmy G. I could see a world where maybe the Patriots go in a different direction at quarterback and maybe Mac Jones is the Raiders quarterback week one next season. But it's wild because the Raiders beat the Chargers in that game. I agree with you about Passaccia. He did a really impressive job. And even though deep down, I knew that Mark Davis was never going to make a move and bring him back he wanted to bring in the big name guy to replace John Gruden uh, I do definitely think it was a mistake and if he's back that's a great what if uh, where the Raiders would be right now and you know maybe even Aaron Rodgers ends up there we still don't know what the Raiders are thinking right now at their quarterback position I had a conspiracy theory conspiracy theory alert on the Raiders situation that I mentioned on the show when we talked about the move when it first happened when Derek Carr got benched and we all knew the ending was here I really think, 
And this is just a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy fact. I don't have any facts or intel or sources to back this up. But I think that Josh McDaniels sacrificed Derek Carr because he was a sell to attract Brady. At the time, we thought Brady was still going to play more years. And I think that's why he still has a job right now. And it was him that stayed and Derek Carr that was let go because it was like, all right, get me Brady. Obviously, Brady has retired. So um, I think right now what the Raiders are really saying, and I'm talking about ownership, is this. Yeah, listen. Uh, we fucked up. Because Brady ain't there. So I really think Josh McDaniel sacrificed Brady with the approval of ownership. Excuse me. Sacrificed Derek Carr with the approval of ownership because the sell was, you can get me Brady. In worst case scenario, Jimmy Garoppolo. So now that you brought up Jimmy Garoppolo's name, I will be shocked if I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo as a Raider. 